Welcome to the Mindset Reload. I am your host, John Robertson. And on today's episode, recapping Strong as a Mother, we will have my wife, Chelsea Robertson, and mental health coach and founder of Moms Without Capes, Miss Ani Michelski, as we dive into deep conversations on self-love, self-care, reclaiming your own identity, and how to juggle the stress of being a full-time parent as well as an entrepreneur. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. When shopping for affordable and customizable insurance coverage, look no further than Rustic Ridge Insurance Services of Rome, Georgia. Rustic Ridge Insurance Services specialize in small business and farm insurance, as well as personal auto and property needs. Now serving Georgia and Alabama, contact Rustic Ridge Insurance Services at 706-622-2484. That's 706-622-2484. Call now to protect your assets. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mindset Reload. I have special guest, Miss Ani Michelski, on the call with us here. We're a founder and mental health coach with Moms Without Capes and my wife, Chelsea Robertson. How are you doing, Ani? I'm doing good. Good. Hanging in here. <laughs> well, it's good to have you on here. And uh, it's kind of warm down here, so I kind of wish I was up in Montana with you guys right now. <laughs> and vice versa. i hear you well um so this is the recap of strong as a mother and um i sent you the link and you were able to listen to that and we talked about a few topics self-care and self-love we kind of put that as one reclaiming your identity parental burnout uh parental burnout parental listen to me parental burnout uh so you had a chance to listen correct yes Okay, awesome. So what were some of your takeaways? Um, You can either go by topic or in general, it doesn't matter. Sure. So I kind of divided it up just as I was listening to um, like the way you organized it. I just went right ahead and did one, two, three and kind of just talked um, quite a bit. I I loved how you started it off and called it a mandatory episode. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you first initially approached me to 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 do this, I was like, "What is he going to say? Like, he's a guy; he doesn't get it." <laughs> so, right. So I love that you have Chelsea on it because I was like, I was kind of hesitant about and really curious about what you were going to say. So I loved how you started it off with that, um, to kind of rope in the guys and you know, kind of say like, it's "This important. is an important episode for not just mothers." fathers as well so i love that um yeah i do you want me to just go like point by point and like yeah whatever you think you're the professional um yeah i'm like i really didn't do like big takeaways i just went i just kind of responded or um now that like i listened to it a few nights ago so i'm like i don't know if you said this or if this was my thought um Mm -hmm. But with the self-worth, let me see, my th- my notes are definitely not organized, <laughs> that, let's see, what do I, my, my, my notes are like all about like negative self-talk, sabotaging relationships, getting caught in the compare game. These are all things that of course have a huge impact on self-worth and can create some feelings of shame, guilt, inadequacy. And I think you touched on all of them, if I'm not mistaken. And yes, that the fact that, you know, it's so important to 
work on our self-worth and to deem ourselves as worthy. And especially when it comes to self-care and self-love. And you talked later in the episode about that. Um, But realizing that in order to engage in those activities, in in acts of self-love and self-care, you really need to work on improving your self-worth. Like you really need to consider yourself worthy enough to in order, like worthy enough to prioritize and worthy Mm -hmm. enough to engage in those activities. Like it kind of comes, it's kind of one feeds the other. And it's not like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, but they work together. Because if you're not believing that you are worthy, if you don't have self-worth, you're not going to engage in those activities. But sometimes we need a starting point, like especially the doers, like the people who are like action takers, right? And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times I work with clients like let's do self-care, like let's identify what it is that you can do for self-care. And that's going to have a ripple effect on improving your self-worth or increasing how you or increasing your self-love and what you feel towards yourself. So they really work together. Um, The second point was the reclaiming. Do you want me to just keep going? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The second one was the reclaiming your identity. And this is something that I, I, my whole program, like my, my big offer and like everything I do really hits on this is helping specifically moms, but of course, you know, we're including fathers here too, but helping you find your identity or reclaiming your sense of self beyond your roles. So your role as a parent, your role as a partner and your role as a professional. So the three P's. And that's when, when you start identifying too much with any one of those roles, you end up losing what makes you, you. And then, especially as a parent, like you get to this point that the whole empty nesting thing, right? Comes from the Mm -hmm. fact that your whole identity is wrapped up in that of a parent, of being the parent. So then when your kids, well, even before that, your success, like their successes become your successes. And then when you enter teenagehood, which is like full of chaos, like adolescence, right? (laughs) And then if your worth or your identity is so wrapped up in your world as a parent, when they start struggling, you start doubting your ability as a mom, like you start doubting your worth. And so it's extremely important to have that separation and to be in touch with who you are beyond those roles you play. Um, Under this, you know, right now I'm actually, and I don't know when this episode is dropping, but I do a um, challenge in my group. And this year I'm doing a reclaiming your time and I'm going through some different permissions. And because that's a, a big mind pe- mindset piece mm-hmm. is being able to give yourself permission to dream big, to um, burn the guilt, to be interesting again. Mm-hmm. Because as, as we know, as through like when you're married or when you're having kids and you're going through just life, you somewhere along the way stop being that interesting person in lieu of taking care of the family or the domestic responsibilities, making a home, right? And you put yourself on a shelf and then you turn around and you're a mere shadow of who you were. And so it is so essential to 
make sure you're not losing touch with who you are. But then if you have, if you're realizing that, I mean, you can create who you want to be. That's the Mm -hmm. fun part. Like, you know, it's not all bad news. Many parents lose their identity when they become a parent, when they become a mom or a dad. But it's not impossible. It's just important to reclaim that identity and that sense of self. But you got to be aware of it. You got to be aware like, hey, there's more to this. I'm more than a mom. I'm more than a dad. Right. And I think that, and you guys can, can comment on this. I think from my perspective, right? From from as a father, a husband, and seeing it with my wife, um, self care really has to be the foundation of reclaiming your identity, mm-hmm. right? Because self care is identifying your self worth. You know, it's what makes you you, what makes you valuable to your kids, your husband, your friends, your coworkers, people that work for you, what have it. And then it's almost, to me, it would be impossible to reclaim your identity if you don't know what your identity was, which is based on your self-value and your self-worth, correct? Right, right. Yeah, self-care is definitely a huge foundational piece of that. And so is self-expression. Like, mm-hmm. I've talked to so many, like, so, because I work specifically with mothers and moms who are like, it's been so long <laughs> that I don't even know what it is I'd like to do. Or, yeah. yeah, like, they've, even like food tastes, like, they, they've continually like, oh, my family likes Chinese food. So like, let's go get Chinese food again. Right. Mm. Even though they may like Mexican food, right? Like, so, so they've so much given up pieces of themselves that that's where, that's where it is. Like it's chipping away. And I'm not saying that being a mom is purposeless because we all know being a parent is like huge. It brings lots of purpose, lots of meaning to someone's life, Mm -hmm. but it's more than that. Like you need to dive deeper and you need to, that personal development space that you're working in, John, like just being able to continue to grow and not sacrifice yourself because you're going to end up not having anything left. And so really it's super important to make sure that you are taking time for self-care, but also to pursue passions, to live out your dreams, to be interesting. That's, that's a big thing because we, along the way, give ourselves like we stop giving ourselves permission to be interesting right and like you just said you know you get to a point where you don't have anything else to give it's kind of like not having any gas left in the tank mm-hmm. yeah right yeah and and that's what can lead to the third topic of the episode yes. which was uh, parental burnout yes let me turn so if you don't hit that real quick and then we'll go into <laughs> open discussion about all sure sure so um with the parental burnout um you had i, th- I think you went through like what how to recognize it right? How to recognize a bit. For for me, what I was recognizing was um, that the way I took a break was I hid in the bathroom, right? Like my kids were banging on the door. And like, I was like, this is not right. Like that I'm like, my only break was in the shower. But I also had huge feelings of guilt and shame and all kinds of things. Like I felt very resentful of my husband who would seem to be able like he did not seem to lose his identity when he became a dad he just gained a new one and like that was it like not much changed for him and I resented the fact that he could relax but yet in my mind I was like there is so much that needs to get done 
And mm-hmm. I don't have the time to relax. I don't have the time to sit and watch a game or like, like just things like that he just took for, for granted and nothing against him. It was just the way it was. And I had these things going on in my mind, the mental load and that mental load is heavy where it's this like invisible Mm -hmm. checklist that's continually running in my mind. And, and I, I did write this because I think you brought this up about, um, you said to the husbands or whatever, the fathers, like for them to say, like, tell me what to do right? I have such a problem with that because then it's putting the mother in the position of having to be a project manager or having to be the delegator. Like she's got to know what it is that needs to get done in order to relay it to the husband. And that just doesn't sit right with me. (laughs) What would Um, be a parental conversation without? We we were joking about that. Watch our kids bust in the door during the movie. Flying down the steps. Yeah. <laughs> so no, um, I, I yeah. definitely see what you're saying with that. Um, and and I think that kind of what I meant to say in that was notice without them telling you. You did get right, into like, that. You did. So like for me today, even I know uh, Chelsea was sick yesterday um, with a stomach bug, and a lot of things got behind on her plate. What she does, you know, with with her businesses and stuff. And I was like, you know what? You focus on that. I'm going to go in house cleaning mode. You know, I'm off this week. So I was like, hey, let me go in. Not that that, we don't have gender roles. We just pitch in, each one of us do. But, you know, with me being available, I was like, let me jump in and clean the living room, clean our bedroom, clean the kitchen, do whatever I can. Because anything, men listening, anything that you can do to knock off that heavy load is more helpful than you can ever imagine. Because mothers are the ones getting up at two, three, four in the morning, you know, um, holding their baby, nurturing their baby, their kids, chocolate milk, changing diapers. You know what I mean? And men, men can do that too, right? Well, that's called adulting. Yeah. Like what you're talking about, like that's just being an adult is doing right. your dishes and doing your laundry. Like that's just part of like that teamwork, which mm-hmm. a lot of when you first get together right? Like you're kind of like happy to do the things and you, you know, oh, he needs like his clothes washed. Like oh, I'll wash his clothes and like, or, or the husband as well. Like, oh, I'll just wash the dishes. Right. But then you add a kid into the mix and it's like this additional responsibility, but then it's in addition to all of the things that you have started doing as part of that dance, as part of like the mm-hmm. dance as a couple. And then the child like kind of mixes up that dance and like, it's like, okay, we got to figure out a new dance, but yet many couples do not do that. And mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like this other, this other responsibility that's on the side. And then more children means more like of these tasks that need to get done. And what is lacking is that conversation, which can really help like the communication because this burnout right? It comes with the woman with these expectations or, or the man, the expectations of this is a lot of assumptions are being made a Mm -hmm. lot of assumptions and which can be cleared up with that communication, but we never learn that 
just like parenting. We don't, it doesn't come with an instruction manual. Marriage doesn't come with an instruction manual. And so that's why it's so important to keep those lines of communication and learn how to communicate and learn how to kind of check in with the other person, like do daily check-ins or weekly check-ins, whatever works for your your family, whatever makes sense to ensure that you're, you're staying in touch and you're saying like, Mm -hmm. how are you feeling? You know, like, let's, what, what do we got going on? What's, what plates are we spinning this week, but approach it as a team rather than I'm going to help you do the dishes or, Oh, when my husband's like, Oh, I cleaned your (laughs) kitchen. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. It's your kitchen too. (laughs) That's our kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. No, I get that. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm a little older now, but I don't know that 20 years ago I had the mindset that I have now, but I think that Chelsea and I have a pretty good communication. Yeah. You know, we check in throughout the day, you know, Hey, how are you? Yeah. Both to each other. And I can tell almost when she's about to be overstimulated and I try to like go into what can I do to help it move? You know, yeah. and, and that's anything and everything that takes away from something she has to do. So Chelsea, what do you think about all this? I think that my youngest, he will not let anyone help um, but mommy. Mm, so yeah. he is a handful in itself. Um, I, I get burnout all the time you know I don't have help when John's gone to work so when he's home I'm trying to manage everybody getting the attention that they need um all the chores um businesses and all the things and it can be very overwhelming at times yeah yeah and I get that like my kids will be sitting next to my husband and be yelling up Hey mom, can you get me this? So like, you yeah, are I'm like, next um, to your he's right here. <laughs> and I'll even, I'll even speak up and be like, hey man, like, you know, mommy's mommy, but she's got a lot on her plate. So mm-hmm. I'm here. I can do yeah. it. You know. Yeah, and that's really you know, important. Like, because they're in that dance too. Like I said, mm-hmm. like they're learning, they're learning how to interact. Like what, when, how to get their needs met. That's really what we're we're all trying to do, right? Right. And yeah. so, just being, you know, John, more proactive and being like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I can get that." Like, eventually, with some resistance, eventually he'll come to realize that dad can get the drink too, or dad right. can get the stuff down or whatever it is like but it's really that proactive piece because i think we end up being the default parent the mothers i'm talking to chelsea here Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we are we're the default parent like we come in and like you know it's mom 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 whereas we have to kind of work at okay well dad's here too and that's where that teamwork comes in yeah and like you said you would hide in the shower the bathroom that's kind of my time too. I mm. sit them down in front of the TV and I'm like, mommy's going to take a bubble bath. So don't mm. bother me. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. sometimes they come knocking, but most of the time they give me a 10, 15 minutes to myself. Yeah. And it's important to teach them like from a very young age that it's thorough. It's okay for them to have some downtime. It's okay for right. them to need some time to themselves. Right. And and I think that it's important because I've I've 
touched this on other episodes is that's why it's so important. I don't want kids to be raised way above their age when it comes to exposure, but Hey, make four or five chocolate milks, set them on the bottom shelf and Hey, bud, go get it yourself. Mm -hmm. Right inside the door. Like meet me halfway with this. And I think that's where as parents to relieve the stress, you can do that by teaching them to do more themselves. And yeah. as they as get older, you you grow that responsibility. It's like today, I was like, hey, man, mom's overwhelmed. She's got a lot going on. Any toys y'all bring out in the living room, go back before you go to bed. Yeah, that's just you teaching know. them responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And, and at an early age, at three and six yeah. years old, I mean, it's hard, but you just got to stick to it. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard when she's by herself and the last thing she wants to do is have to repeat herself 15 times. So, you know, <laughs> you know, you get into the place where it's like, it's better just to let it happen than to keep, you know, cause you're exhausted. You're, you've been doing it all day. Yeah. So one I mean, of the it, things, it is um, a struggle. Well, I was going to say one of the things that I continually said is like, well, it's easier just to do it myself. Do you say that? Yes, <laughs> okay. absolutely. And then I started looking, like doing the math and actually seeing like, how long will this actually teach? Like the dishwasher, yeah. like how long will this actually take for me to teach them this? And then actually like letting the numbers speak and like, okay, it may take me like an hour and a half, two hours total, of course, over time, not for an hour and a half straight, but like mm -hmm. maybe a few nights, you know, a few weeks even, but think of how many loads of dishes you're going to be doing in your lifetime. Like, right, you right. know, it's just, it, it isn't easier to do it yourself. It's just harder to teach them, but they're going to learn. It comes mm -hmm. down to a patience thing. And, and I mean that I say that lightly. Because when you're in a moment of overwhelmed and overstimulated, a cricket can drive you over that edge, yes. right? So yes. I get it. But you just touched on something that we actually talked about today. It's like, yeah, it's easier to do yourself now. But every time you're doing it yourself, you're prolonging them doing it for the future. So it's not about today or tomorrow. It's about next month. Right, right. Mm -hmm. two, yes. three months from now. So it's important to set those boundaries, set those rules and say, Hey, I'm going to start teaching you guys. And it's, it's kind of like in football, we call it muscle memory. The more you do yep. something, the more familiar it becomes. Yeah. So it, it isn't like you have a drill sergeant mentality with your children. You just got to keep right. having a repetitive, consistent teaching yeah. process that eventually they'll be like, I get it. You know, yeah. just like I get up yeah. at six, I leave from the we bus learn at the seven. same way. <laughs> We yeah, the yeah, exactly. and muscle memory comes from like that repetitive right motion. Right. So for Chelsea and some of the other mothers listening, um, what are some things that you teach in your practices as far as recognizing self-care and how to better self-care for yourself? Sure. So one of the things um I subscribe to is like five pillars of self-care, which is really like five pillars of wellness. So the physical, um, emotional spiritual, intellectual, and social. So if you're new to self-care and like, you're not, you know, you're like, I don't even know what it is that would fill me up. And you're struggling to even make those basic needs. That's a great way to start because then you can see like, okay, what can I take care of today? And it's not always, I know you are big into exercise and yes, moving your body definitely key, right? It's definitely key, mm -hmm. especially the older we get. <laughs> I'm realizing right. that. Yeah. But like, there is so many different ways to take care of yourself or to fill your proverbial cup or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and it may not always be physical that you need. So 
although physical includes more than just motion, right? Like it actually, mm -hmm. the food we eat, the sleep we get, that's all taking care of our body. And then the emotional piece is that taking care of your mental health and your emotional health. And this could include going to therapy, doing some journaling, really getting in touch, like naming your feelings, things like that, learning how to regulate your emotions. That's all emotional self-care. And then the spiritual self-care is connecting with the wider world or the, or like nature or, mm -hmm. um, depending on like your beliefs, like, you yeah. know, getting, getting out in nature, connecting. It's not religion. Okay. It could be, but it's not necessarily when I say spiritual, it's really just connecting with the wider universe. So stargazing, yeah. um, going for a hike in the woods, lying on a beach, right? Like these things are ways to like connect with, with nature. And then you've got the intellectual and that's stimulating your brain. So doing puzzles, um, intellectual conversation, watching Ted talks, listening to amazing podcasts like yours, right? Like this is all no, intellectual, <laughs> intellectual self-care. And then finally, social is investing in your relationships and, you know, be it old school, like writing letters, texting, doing zoom calls, um, spending time going on dates, like in, in your relationship, like in your marriage, right. but really social self-care is all about relationships. And so, which goes to show like self-care does not have to be by yourself. You can be engaging in self-care and do it with a partner, do it as a family. Like it's really just taking care of yourself and your well-being. I agree. And I think self-care is a gateway for self-growth mm -hmm. because when you're down in dumps, and every one of those tips you just given uh, or just gave, um, when you actually execute that, you automatically feel better. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so it's like, okay, why didn't I do that to begin with? And then you gotta you gotta build a routine around it. It's gotta be a lifestyle right. change in order to leave the old you behind, which is the mm -hmm. it's not you know you're reclaiming your identity. Yeah. So it's really not the old you; it's the new old you. So yeah, yeah. new and improved. <laughs> yeah, you want to shed your skin, so to speak, yeah. for a new season. Yeah, yeah. You have to leave that behind. You have to make it a routine. Mm -hmm. And it has yeah. to become something that you practice daily. And yeah, then also by doing that, you know, that rubs off on friends that have mm -hmm. the same problem, your spouse, your partner. And it also sets a um, precedence for your children. Because... Yep. You know, we get lost, like you said, in being a parent, and really they don't even know us as us because they only know us as a parent, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're to teach them how to do the same thing at early age, so they don't go through that when they get it. Yep. Yep. And the benefits of self care ripple out to all of those, all of those Absolutely. people you just named. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we can have a crap. When you day, feel better, you do better, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Last week, she she called me. She's like, "Man, I'm sitting in the parking lot. I really don't feel like going in." I'll go in, you'll feel better. And they didn't take me to tell her that she was going to go in anyway. Yeah. She's a badass, yeah. but she went in, <laughs> she came out feeling like she could take on the world. Yeah. And positive reinforcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, people don't realize, and I was one of those people. I used to weigh 420 pounds and people were like, you, you know, channeling your anxiety to get in better shape. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, when you go to the gym or you work out or you exercise or you go walking, especially like you said, spiritually, that's basically mother nature. So you go out for, like, I can't stand treadmill. She loves a treadmill, but she likes walking mm. in nature too. I hate a treadmill. I'd rather walk around, even if it's around yeah. the house a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it gets chemicals going. 
yep, yep. You Releases know, those feel good chemicals. Yeah, endorphins. You know, it, it, you know, exercising releases a hormone that's just as strong as opiates. Yep. Yeah, there's pain, a huge connection between, between exercise and mental health. And, you know, to the people that go, oh, I, I'm going to go for a day. It, you won't experience it. Yeah. Like it's a lifestyle change. You go hit it. You get in a routine. And that's yeah. when you see. It's not how you start. It's how, how you finish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I just, I love it. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that this, this season of growth for me and, and watching Chelsea grow and really, you know, this year she's taken on, you know, leave the toxic job. that's that's self-care right there yeah Yeah. recognizing (laughs) and and leaving the toxicity whether that be other people or a position or a job like knowing that it's time to leave and protecting like putting up those boundaries and protecting your well-being is Mm self-care so Chelsea you got anything you want to add to the episode I don't think so well I say you know I think everybody and this is about mothers and I think I'll do another episode, you know, she brought up once before, but there are struggles with fathers as well. Mm-hmm. You know, with us, there's a lot of things that we go through that we'll never talk about because you're taught, be tough, don't talk about it. Right, right. I'm not that guy. I'm going to lay my feelings out there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell my best friend, my wife, my mom, anybody's going to listen <laughs> because that's therapy. That's getting it out. You bottle mm-hmm. it in, you become sucked into this dark hole. Yeah. You know, yeah. But it's important yeah. to have those people around you are like batteries. Yeah. I call bat there's battery people that when you're feeling de-energized that that they recharge you. you. Yep. And then you got people And then you also have the energy vampires. And I think that's yes. what Chelsea's experiencing at work. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. She got to the point and she was like, babe, like I pull into that driveway at work and I get depressed, anxiety, like time to and go. I've been there. <laughs> I automatically went to a year ago when I was the same thing. It was so bad that when I went to put in my two-week notice, and I don't advise people not to put in their two-week notice, but I was like, this two-week notice went to a two-day notice real quick. I tried, guys. <laughs> I've had jobs like toxic. that. <laughs> it Dang, it was When so you toxic. decide, you decide. Like, it's like, yeah. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I haven't always been perfect recognizing a mother's purpose. Um, but I tell you what, it is a special place. And I, I give you guys all the credit in the world because it's hard. You know, what you guys go through, you sacrifice your emotions, your personal time, your bodies, every aspect of it, you know, and you lose a, a big, you gain a big part, but you also lose a big part. Yes. So it's important that you guys know that you're appreciated. And uh, I appreciate what you do. And um, if you want to take the next few minutes and let's talk about you and what you got going on. You got some self-care classes or or whatnot. So tell us about that. So if you're on Facebook, come to join my Facebook group. It's a free group, Moms Without Capes. And we talk all about self-discovery, self-care and self-love. And so I do, we don't talk a lot about that reclaiming yourself, but also self-care and, um, boundary setting, perfectionism, people pleasing, all of the mindset pieces that keep you stuck and making the excuses about why you can't be more than a mom. And so, um, yeah, I tackle that. I also have a podcast 
So if you're interested, you can head on over and I'll, I'm probably broadcasting the same place as you are, John. So yes. um, just check it out, Moms Without Capes. And yeah, we, oh, I also talk, I have a, a course on sleep that, you know, my, like you mentioned in the beginning, my background is a therapist. So I practice with cognitive behavioral therapy. So I created a whole course based on that, specifically on treating insomnia. And I've got lots of things going on. I am a, a, a super mom that's same, like, let's, let's go. Let's try to kick our <laughs> yeah. teeth off and recognize, you know, that we are worthy of prioritizing because we are. Absolutely. You are. And you, you know, I've seen, you know, we're friends on Facebook and I've seen you juggle. You mean you got more than one or two kids, right? I got six. Yeah. Six, <laughs> six right. Kids. So you and your husband just got back from Hawaii. Or, we, yeah. Yeah. That know, was a huge, there was 13 of us on that trip. That was fun. You're, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Well, know? it's still a struggle. You know, like I said, parenting does not come with an instruction book and there's, there's things that come up all the time and it's really, you know, the thing that's changed about me over the past year is exactly what you talked about is like that personal development piece and recognizing that I'm worthy, that self-worth and I've claimed my time. Like I was like, I am important, gosh darn it. And yes. I am going to make time for self-care, for pursuing my passions, for Finding the things, I'm taking piano lessons right now. That's where my focus is right yeah. now. But like really like learning, like diving into being curious, being curious mm -hmm. about who am I and right. really just trying things out and, and figuring it out. And yeah, so that's what I, I, I help other moms, like come along with me. Let's, let's hang up our capes. And I yes. use what I know just from being a mom and being a therapist and being the coach to, to help as best as I can to serve. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what we're all about. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. It's awesome. It says a lot about you and your character that you're growing right now, but you're also willing to take the time to help other people grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're finding that happy balance between spouse, mom, entrepreneur. Yep. Um, and like I said, some days it's a struggle. A few weeks oh, ago, absolutely. like about two months ago, I was like crying my eyes out because I have a business coach and I was like, how, who am I? Who am I to teach other moms? Like, right. I'm so overwhelmed right now. And then they're like, you're exactly the person they need. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, and that's I'm like, what okay, you... I'm like, let me regroup and let me get, I'm like, I can figure this yeah. out. Right? Yeah. Well, that's what makes it organic. And I met with somebody today. It's like, man, your podcast has inspired me to start one. And he's like, what I like about your podcast is the fact that you have experienced hundred percent of what you talk about. Mm -hmm. You're not some licensed person that doesn't even know firsthand. Yeah. And that's something I've talked about. And Chelsea knows is I will never do an episode that I don't relate to. That doesn't resonate yeah. with me. That didn't help yeah. me grow. And I mean, I'll, I'll throw everything out there. Yeah. You know, I don't hold nothing back. It's like, Hey, depression, been there, been there two weeks ago. I took a two week hiatus from the show because <laughs> you know, new environment at work and, and the shows. And I mean, it was, it was a yeah, lot. You just saw what yeah. you needed to do and you did it. Yeah. But that yeah. is the prime example of self-care. Yeah. Hey, yeah. put the brakes on it, but have her have accountability yeah. chart says, okay. A few days is okay. A couple weeks. Gotta okay, regroup. Regroup. Yeah. <laughs> Re-energize. Mm -hmm. Yep. Re-energize. Exactly. That battery. Well, we appreciate it. Appreciate having you on. Tell us where, uh, tell everybody where they can find you. 
Yeah. So head on over momswithoutcapes.com. You'll be able to find all my programs. Like I said, the podcast and the Facebook group is where I can be found. That's awesome. Well, I sure do appreciate it. I hate that it got rescheduled, but oh, I feel like <laughs> everything happens for a reason. You know, you had some unfortunate events that happened at mm-hmm. the same time and uh, prayers go out to your family. Um, Thank you. And uh, at the same time, we were regrouping like we just talked about. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, things happen and um, we appreciate you joining and appreciate everything you do for everybody. And hopefully this show will help expose your um, practices to some more people and help right. grow your thank network. You. Thank you so much for having me. And Chelsea, yeah, I'll thank you. you. Group. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you. And until next time, I hope you have a good one. You too, John. You too, Chelsea. Have a good night. Bye. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Thank you so much.